0: All right, we're going to do a little tour of Revelation to start this day, and this will this will end this one and move us to the next one. If you're visitors here, this class is called the Others, where we study the the others in Scripture, those beings that are not the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Um, we've been focusing on the evil ones, and we've got some more for the evil. But we will also focus on the good guys. Yes, if he's here, is Albert going to be with us or is he praying? He, he's in a prayer room now, but you, yeah, he'll be back. We're going to put a microphone back there so when he's back he has one. He had told me he had prayer, prayer things to do. He's a prayer warrior. He had some, some work to do. All right, here we go. You're going to need your Bibles or your Bible app. Um, I remember back in the old days, they'd they'd name a scripture and you'd hear pages turning. It sounded like rain outside. Those of you who weren't back there have no idea how that, it was just a comforting sound. Now it's a click, which is good. It's fine. Uh, Revelation 9, 21, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. What's going on? Look at verse 20. The rest of mankind that were not killed by these plagues still did not repent of the work of their hands. They did not stop worshiping demons, idols of gold, silver, bronze, stone, and wood, idols that cannot see or hear or walk. And then again, nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality, or their thefts. I want you to take a look at that list. Murders and magic are put in the same. The reason is, um, well, I'm I'm assuming God has reasons. I have no idea. But magic is the the attempt to gain power by a spirit other than God. So you're opening kind of like a Ouija board thing. You're just saying, anybody out there want to talk to me? You are opening this up. Now, we're not talking about magic shows and pen and teller and that kind of thing. We're talking here about trying to control um, people, things, weather, crops, that sort of thing, by opening up um, uh, to a spirit. In fact, most witches, um, and by the way, warlock does not mean a male witch. And and you're you're always seen as an amateur when you say that. Um, Witches... Will tell you they don't believe in God, Satan, or hell. They believe in spirits all through the earth, every tree, every rock. Every they believe in spirits. So they're really pantheistic. Uh, they believe gods are everywhere and in everything. So they are they're going there rather than to God. Let's go to the next one, which is in uh, chapter sixteen in the book of Revelation, starting at verse twelve. Um, I guess I should go ahead and start at, six, at 12. I was going to skip to 14. I'm going to skip to 14. Uh, chapter 16, 14. They are spirits of demons performing miraculous signs, and they go out to the kings of the whole world to gather them for the battle on the great day of God Almighty. What's he talking about? Do you remember when Moses threw down his staff and it became a snake? What did the magicians of the court do? Same thing, right? They produce snakes. Now, that was through trickery. Uh, I believe the Hebrew word there indicates it was trickery, not a miracle. But in the book of Revelation, it says demons can do miracles. Paul says that the devil can transform himself into an angel of light. Got to be careful. Where are you going? Who are you talking to? Now, I'm going to be very blunt here. The, um, the Baptist Church out of Kansas, it likes to go around the signs, God hates fags, and protests, the, va- the funerals of, of fallen soldiers and the like, are calling upon a God, but it's not our God, and you've got to ask who's answering that call. When you call, God is on our side. For example, the lovely hymn, we gather together to ask the Lord's blessing. It's a thanksgiving hymn. And so you only hear it about then. In fact, I plan to, to, to work on a version of that myself. What you might not know is that was written in 1597 after a great battle between two opposing groups of Christians. And the ones that won sang a song Thanksgiving. And you're going, eh, kind of takes the shine off of it. Uh, of course, it was in Dutch, so we didn't know that. <laughs> uh, it was um, Theodore somebody did that, uh, brought it into English, I think it was 1826, so the pilgrims didn't sing it either. There I am. I'm just the killer of dreams. The uh, The point is, you can go into war saying God's on our side, Deus lo volt, God wills it. That's what the Crusaders said. Which God? Yes, sir. Oh, that's a good question. Would this be a defense then that the Pharisees could mount whenever they saw Jesus doing miracles but did not believe? Yeah. In in the scripture, please understand that not everything Jesus said or did is recorded. John says that and makes it very very bluntly so. If you and I were in the first century, we would not look upon the Pharisees as the bad guys. We'd consider them the good guys because they were restorationists, they wanted to get the law back where it was supposed to be. They wanted to obey God. Now, they, they went off in a bad direction. But that's really easy to do. So in the New Testament, it looks like, oh, that's off. It's kind of like in the Old Testament. Every time you hear the word Philistine, you almost expect to hear a crowd go, boo. But in reality, the Philistines were amazing artists. They're the ones who gave us our numerals, like one, two, three, four, and most of our alphabet um, they In history, they're not called Philistines. In history, they're generally called the sea people. And it is amazing study about them, including Phoenicians. The sea people. Anyway, that said, this is why we have to search the scriptures to make sure who we're talking to. Can I ask, as long as a boy, um, I'm not going to go into great detail here because if I do, then that narrows the application. When I was a boy, my family had an enemy, and the enemy was evil. It was a person. And I was just a boy, and I said, I asked my dad, is it okay if we ask God to kill him? And he said, no. He said, you cannot ask our God to do evil. If you're asking someone to do evil, it's not God that answers. You have to ask God to do good. Now, darn it. I did that inside, because we weren't allowed to say darn. Um, but you get the point, always check. And you've heard me tell the story many times about my climbing one of the Grand Detons, and again, it was not one of those ropes and bullying things, you, you walked up the thing. But we came across water, people thought it was pure, I was going, eh, not so much, I was 14, already a scientist in my head. And we went on another 100 yards, came to another place where the water was, and the cattle were all standing in it, doing what cattle do. In my family, we developed a phrase from then on, don't drink yet. Whatever idea you've got, let's not drink that one yet. Let's go a little bit higher up there and see what's going on. So beware. And now let's go to chapter 18, verse 23, Uh, the light of a lamp uh, will never shine in you again. The voice of the bridegroom and bride will never be heard in you again. Your merchants were the world's great men. That one always makes me shudder a bit because we still do that. This billionaire head of Facebook, this billionaire head of Google, this billionaire, and 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 their master, in fact, Google's nickname in the trade is Masters of the Universe. I had somebody asked me, "Hey, you know I've got a deal on these. Would you like to have one of those Alexa or whatever in?" I went, "No, no, thanks. I'm anti-spying, you know, as a rule. And if you have one, it's fine because it's you, not me. Anyway, um, your merchants were the world's great men, and look, by your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. And so some of these people are saying and a great many of them are atheists are saying things like, "The universe is probably just a software program running." Have you heard that one? Or uh, like uh, Francis Crick, that we, uh, life was brought to us by an advanced civilization and seated on the planet. And people are going, oh, that answers a lot. No, it doesn't. Who wrote the program? Who had the ships that were able to go faster than the speed of light, which can't happen? No, there are no wormholes. Um, it's just fun. Again, None of that works. And yet people believe it because they're the rich, important, powerful guys. Yes, Renee. Talking the genetic for it. I don't know if the little, um, or sticks. Yes, the dowsing, yes. Mm-hmm. This, this would be a great illustration, dowsing rods. You've heard of these? Generally speaking, um, they are two. And you have two, and you bend the stick, or you bend the one, and you walk, now, and I say generally stick, because there are a wide variety of these things, if you've studied them, and actually have. And they'll go, in, and whenever it crosses, that's where they find the water. You heard, uh, mainly for water, dowsing for water there are those that go looking for hidden treasure, and i like, but let's just stick with the water bet. And her, her, um, her statement was, back in the day, pre-scientific day, that was considered science and technology. It was that witchcraft. Usually not. Most dowsers that I've talked to, and I've, I've actually sought them out, um, we had a study going, have, they don't think this has anything to do with spirits. They think there are vibrations in water that the sticks feel, or the rods, or the, the little metal things. A lot of them now go to metal, like a, almost like a curtain hanger size of, of metal. Um, and they believe it's vibrations from the earth. They're not praying to any god. They're not hunting for any spirit. To them, it was it's pre-scientific technology. You need to know, every study done on this, and there have been a lot of them, all of them failed. And then somebody goes, no, my uncle... You know something? You dig enough places, you find water. If you got lucky once or twice, it gets a reputation. But it's like the rainmakers that used to go across America and you would pay them money for them to make rain. Sometimes it rains and therefore it works. Most of the time, they... And I don't know of any of the rainmakers that were calling upon spirits other than Native Americans who would, who would do that. And again... Uh, when, you, when you go from, this is the best technology we've got, to I'm calling upon the spirit, that's when you've crossed a line. Does that help? Right? Um, any other? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying this. Your magic spell, all the nations, religion I've had people offer to put a spell on people for me. <laughs> you know, back when I was going through university, they you know, you know, I have this power. You know, a lot of people don't know about it. All right. They don't. I mentioned Penn and Teller a while ago. Both of them are atheists, and in fact, Penn Gillette is a very aggressive atheist. He will not allow a Christian to be in his home because he doesn't want one near his children. And and they are very earthy in their language if you're around them. Um, however, Penn Jillette has, had, over the years, has become a very good friend of the Mormon Glenn Beck, and they've had many discussions. Penn also wrote an article about how touched he was that on the street someone gave him a little book of John and said they were praying for him and they were so gentle and kind to him. He said, you know, atheists don't have those kind of people. So he's not an evil guy. He has just educated himself to a place where he doesn't see Jesus. And I hope he sees Jesus one day. But I bring them up because they have taken the robe of James Randy, another atheist who's now a very, very old uh, man and doesn't do much, to attack woo. they call it. And that is belief in spirits and such. And so anytime they see a magic act where the people are reading your mind and I'm calling upon this spirit to do this, they go after it. And, so, and, so, and if you ever watch, there's a wonderful series called Fool Us. Have you seen Fool Us? It's Penn and Teller. If somebody comes on to do a mentalist thing, they always have to say, this is a trick, but we're doing it. Because if they act like it's real, oh my goodness, they go after it. So once again, magic can be fun unless you start doing the woo. And the dowsing's the same. If that's your technology and it's worked for you a couple of times, um, and it's not a sin to try it. It's just not going to work. Most of the time, it's not going to work. I've seen people do this with babies. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl. And they'll hang like a lead weight on a string. If it goes this way, it's a boy, this way it's a girl. I, or vice versa. I, who cares? I, a little experiment you can do, um, actually. I've, I've done this with so many classes, freshman, sophomore, and i like. I've, I've given them all, and I said, I want you to think clockwise. Do not move it, just think after a while. Why? Because when you think there are micro-movements in your muscles, this is, and I said, now I want you to reverse it, and they do and they're all looking at each other like, I have such power. No, you don't. We did this actually back in, I say we, science, did this back in the 60s. They had a group of basketball players practice free throws. That's all they were allowed to do. They weren't allowed to run and run up and grab it, just free throws. They had another group practice it in their head. They both improved the same amount. Why? What you think your muscles work on. By the way, that's another reason for not going around with evil, hateful thoughts, all right? So again, not magic, science. Um, Chapter 21, verse eight, oops, went too far. I'm reading from the large print version. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, their place will be in the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Whoa, once again, where'd this come from? The magic arts people, again, are not the, you know, oh, I tore apart my finger. No, no, no. it's, this is the woo people, the people that act like they have special powers. Nobody can talk to the dead. I don't care what they say. They're faking it. Nobody can know what the card is in your hand. It's a force. It's a trick. And and I did spend about a year and a half—not all the time—but in the evenings with a couple of guys that did card tricks, and they showed me how these things are done. When I watch a magic act, by the way, I never wonder how it's done. I just enjoy it. Oh, that was cool. That was fun. My wife, on the other—well, how'd they do that? I don't know. Well, you're supposed to know. I I I don't care. Just entertained, you know and but if they act like they did it through a spirit or through some mentalism, I'm out. Now, we're not, we're not playing that game. God puts that in a very bad little group there. Chapter 22, verse 15, outside of the dogs, those who practice magical, hey, they got listed first. The sexually immoral, the murderers, the idolaters, and everyone else, everyone who loves and practices falsehood. That's the point. Loves and practices falsehood. It hurts people. Penn and Teller don't go after these um, people, to um, because they're just mean. Houdini went after them; he spent his whole life going after the spiritualists, who at that time were the fastest-growing religion in America. Uh, they got people like Arthur Conan Doyle, the guy that uh, invented Sherlock Holmes. Uh, he bought into it all the people like Mary Baker Eddy were writing books the key science and the key of health is scriptures and that started her own little church and you know it just goes the Christian Sciences Church which isn't Christian or science but otherwise it's properly named Um, and all these churches the Seventh Day Adventists were coming out of this all of this special knowledge I have a special word of God You be very careful be very careful um, God does not like the competition. But it's falsehood. It hurts people. This is what I don't... Oh, boy, am I going to get in trouble. If you go to Facebook to find out how to be healthy, you will die poor. You will. I, this, this last week, I had a cold. My wife still has one. She's at home. Uh, it was a pretty bad cold. And I had people say, oh, you need your vitamin C vitamin C has no effect on a cold. None. There was one guy, Dr. Linus Pauling, a Nobel Prize winner, people always bring that up, who pushed that all of his life. He was also an atheist, filed that away somewhere. But Linus Pauling did not get his Nobel Prize with nutrition or disease. This was in his field. He was dead wrong. We've proven it many times. But people still, oh, do you know what we call complementary medicine that works? We call it medicine. And people will say, oh, you need this herb or you need that um, crystal. Uh, yeah, we've had people offer me crystals before because I live in pain. And when people find that out, they're helpful. You know, <laughs> sometimes they're not so helpful. I had a guy tell me, if you went to the right church, you could pray and I'd go away. And I'm just going, really? Seriously? Let's blame the victim. Um. All of this is wrapped into, let's be very careful what we present as science. Um, your hand was up, yeah. With regards to the, the you mentioned talking to the dead, what about Saul? Uh, mm-hmm. and the, the right. And, uh, if you can't talk to the dead, what, what about Saul? I find it that is a fascinating thing. He goes to a woman with a familiar spirit. That just means that she has a spirit that she prays to and works through. Ask her to call somebody up. And when uh, Samuel shows up, she's surprised. So that should be all you need to know. She didn't normally bring people up. Somebody actually showed up. Hello. And it all went sideways after that, if you remember. Because God said, don't, even, don't, don't let these people live among you. And here you are going to look for one. So God sent Samuel just to tell Saul, I'm done with you. The witch didn't bring him. God sent him. And it screwed with her neurons. As it should have. That would have been fun to watch. I hope they do reruns in, in heaven. Not of my life. Yours. Um, all right. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 13. Ezekiel, let's just warn you about Ezekiel. <clears throat> if you are a conservative Jew, um, I don't know about the Reform, conservative or Orthodox, they don't like you to read the book of, of Ezekiel until you're 30. Because it's really odd. And they feel, they feel like you need to have your mind grown up before you approach it. But sometimes Ezekiel gets very plain. This is one of them. Now, son of man... Set your face against the daughters of your people. Look at that phrase, who prophesy out of their own imagination. Wow. Is that a great line? It's not if you're doing it. I remember I told you I went up to Rochester. Um, that's just north of Detroit. We, we poured 10 years of our life in there, and don't regret a day of it. It was just wonderful, and the people up there are in our heart and will be forever. We had, however, a group arise among us of women who dressed in red because they read a certain prophecy in the Old Testament and misapplied it and decided that they were prophets. And they kept wanting to prophesy to the church. And I kept saying, no, no, you're not. and Because what they were saying was, it was almost like Nostradamus. You can make anything out of it you wanted to. And they would come forward at the end of every service. and They would sometimes come forward during the Lord's Supper and try to stand up and prophesy. We worked on this for about a year and a half. It was awful. Um, and finally, we had to ban them from the church. I mean, it was an excommunication because they would just would not quit. They would even say, that one of them was going to marry one of the staff members who's already married, and then this person's going to die. And I know it was, we're going, you know, if you think they're pretty and you'd like to marry them, that's a problem. And if you think God's telling you he'll work it out, that's even more of a problem. By the way, once we actually communicated, we actually had to get a court order and a sheriff's protection because they kept coming back in, and they would lay down and wouldn't move. And then they would do that in stores, too. Not just our church. No, they spread the love. Um, and it was just an amazing. I've never seen anything like it before. But there it was. Prophesy out of their own imagination. Be very careful about God in this, too. I, I want to be careful with this. God has blessed me so many ways. You know, not all the ways I wanted. <laughs> I'm like you. I've had some things fall through the request box. But I've been blessed, and I get that. But I, I get uncomfortable with people that are always like, oh, God led me to buy this car. Really? Do you like it? Yeah. Oh, good. Dodged a bullet there. What if he'd ask you to buy an, uh, an old Yugo out of the 80s? Oh, I'm just kidding. None of those are working. My point is, we can very often act like What we do because we want to do it and we like it, God approves and sent us there. You know, I've never had this happen to me, obviously, take a good look, but I had a couple of friends in theology, um, I didn't take theology either, they were taking it, but we were friends and we'd eat, and they'd look at me and they'd say, this girl came up and said God, she prayed and God said that I was supposed to be dating her. What am I supposed to do? They'd ask me because I'm a science guy. And i look at them and say, wait till God tells you that. If he only tells half the equation, you're under no obligation. You know, again, they never came up to me. I'm a little hurt. Move on. Prophesy against them and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the women. Why is it women? Because of where Ezekiel was. He was in Babylon. So the women get it on this one, right? Sorry, ladies. In Babylon, there was a women cult, and well, I'm not going, astarte and such. I'm not going to go into all of it. You can look that up. Woe to the women who sew magic charms on all their wrists, and make veils of various lengths for their head in order to ensnare people. Uh, how do you do this in a church? Um, it has slowed down quite a bit, but about ten years ago. Our junior high girls, our American junior high girls, were wearing wristbands of certain colors. And the colors indicated what sex acts they would do. And they were all over middle schools. They were, all, And parents didn't know. Parents had no idea. You need to be aware that evil gets in and finds a symbol to find each other. Evil finds each other. You ever wondered... Nazis were incredibly evil. I've met a lot of evil people, but how did they congregate? They find each other, symbols. The veils thing was a sexually available, which God they are, What? Ha- it was pretty much the same thing. That's what those were. And the wristbands were the magic charms. Even today we call it a charm bracelet, don't we? And there's nothing wrong with wearing a charm bracelet and going to Jamaica and getting a Jamaica chime and- because all it means now is it's a bracelet that you put little things on to remind you of your life. If you're putting a charm bracelet on to uh, ward off people with blonde hair, then there's a problem. All right? Once again, jewelry can be good or bad. It's why do you have it? That's all. I, I wear a ring just to prove to the world that somebody like me can get a girl. That's it. You know, I just want to say, ha, 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 ha. ha. Uh, When I hit 5,000 friends on Facebook, I wanted to go back to high school and say, ha, but I didn't. Will you ensnare the lives of my people but preserve your own? You have profaned me among people for a few handfuls of barley and scraps of bread, saying 'You're, you're doing this for money. By lying to my people who listen to lies, you've killed those who should not have died and have spared those who should not live. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against your magic charms with which you ensnare people like birds, and I will tear them from your arms. I will set free the people that you ensnare like birds. I will tear off your veils and save my people from your hands, and they will no longer fall prey to your power. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Therefore, you will no longer see false visions or practice divination. I will save my people from your hands, and then you'll know that I am the Lord. Let me go a little bit further here and upset some more. There are anti-science people everywhere. By the way, science is always moving. I get that. It changes. That's why you know it's science. Because it doesn't say, you know, this is ancient technology. It works. No, this is stuff that didn't work. We understand that. We figured it out. We're doing something else. That's great science. All right? I had, I've had people come up to me, educated people, good people, making great livings, who will pull me off to the side and say, listen, we know we can trust you. They know how to cure cancer, don't they? They're just keeping it from us. It's all about the money. Can you imagine how offensive that is to people who pour their lives into helping people with cancer? They give everything they have. They cry with these patients. They love on them. And when a patient dies, they feel broken. You may not see that because the white coat guy doesn't come back in, white coat woman doesn't come back in. So you just assume they've just moved on. You don't move on, you remember them. You remember all of them. That's why they do that little hallway celebration and ring the bell when a woman has had her last chemo treatment and she's clear. They're so excited. And so people will stop you on your way to medical treatment and say, you just need this herb, you just need this touch for health thing, you just need this instead, and people die. For example, people will say, oh, the world's getting overpopulated. No, it didn't. Fly over it, it's empty. But say, Oh, it's too many people. Do you understand why we have more people? Because people aren't dying of cholera, dysentery. You call it dysentery, right? Okay, but you don't call it at all. Polio, smallpox, they're alive. Even on an airplane, they'll say, we're not serving peanuts today because we got somebody on board with a peanut allergy. We all go, okay. There's nobody in there saying, I paid for my three peanuts. And so the person lives, they make babies that are also allergic. Okay, cool. They're alive. We as a community contributed to that. But when you keep people from getting medical treatment because of Jenny McCarthy and Andrew Wakefield. Andrew Wakefield is the guy that published a thing saying vaccinations cause autism. He faked his data. He was found guilty. He was struck off the record. He can no longer practice medicine in Britain. And yet Jenny McCarthy's running around saying, my kid got autism from a shot. Can I explain something to you? Kids don't show autism until they're three to five. And that's about the time you get the shot. So people say they got the shot, showed autism. Ding. No. I had, an, I had a guy this week attack me saying, you are aware that they used aborted babies to do And I'm going, seriously? That's where you're going with this? And so people die. I've had other people say, I always get the flu when I get the shot. You know why? Because we miss it. Shots don't always help people. I hate to break that to you. Sometimes it doesn't help you. Plus, sometimes they get it wrong. Remember two years ago? Oh my, did they get it wrong. We weren't even, we, like I do it. They weren't even close. Generally though, they're close enough. It's called herd immunity. Have you heard that phrase? If enough people in the herd get the shot, even those that don't get the shot are protected. Because nobody's getting it and spreading it to them. But there are those who go, no, there's demeserol in it. There's mercury in it. No, 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 no. And it causes that. And so kids are dying of measles in America. And in America, this year, we've had more kids die of polio than we've had die of polio since the 50s. Because they're false prophets. Be very careful who you listen to. Some people will kill you. Um, there's a hand. Was that you? Oh, a medical student, by the way, or pre-med. Not to mention the fact that it takes weeks for a vaccine to kick in. Like flu vaccine. So yeah. Yes, if you wait until the day before Christmas, when you visit the road, you get the shot. You're probably more likely to get it. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. It takes, you say weeks. I'm going to pull back on that and just say a, a varying amount of time after the shot for the immunity to kick in. So if you get the, he said, if you get the shot before Christmas when all the relatives get in, eh, may not work. Very true, very true. If you have any questions or objections about that, please see him. Um, <clears throat> there's a risk here that we're gonna, and I'm gonna wrap this up in the next seven, and we're gonna go to a different, uh, a different portion of this study next time. There's a risk that we're gonna look upon all this demon stuff as a relics of the past, not look at the way we engage in a cult Style worship and practices. For example, let me just ask you: Would it been all right to go through the act of worship of Molech or Baal as long as we didn't believe in their existence? Would that have been all right? Paul says no. Paul says what you do with your body matters. Gnostics said it didn't. Gnostics said your body could do whatever, and your spirit is what's important. Your knowledge, your gnosis, was better. And they had two different extremes and 5,000 things in the middle. One said the body was evil, therefore you had to punish it. And so they didn't eat much and they never had fun. Um, <coughs> kind of died out because they were, they were also anti-sex. Uh, and kind of like the shakers, the Christian group that believed that sex was wrong, even between married couples, eventually you don't have any little shakers. You know? And so that side of the Gnosticism, a lot of that's died out. The other side was, your body can do whatever it wants to, eat, drink, and be merry, as long as your spirit understands reality. And no, that doesn't work. Paul and Jesus both make it very plain. What you do with your body matters. It it matters. Therefore, don't pass your children through the fire. Do you remember that phrase? He kept saying, don't pass your children through the fire. There was there was a variety of ways they did this. We brought this up. Um, The god of Moloch was built with a hollow center, and they'd build a fire in it. The hands would be red hot, and they would put a baby on it, and the baby would burn to death and scald to death and die. And the cries were the prayers to Moloch. Um, If you're thinking, how could people you know watch Schindler's List? We're still there, people. You know, we 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 can still be that evil. But others did not go that far. There would be a flame, and they would just do this with it. And the baby's not harmed, but it's dedicated. It's like a baptism. It's dedicated to Molech. Now we would never do such a thing. But we often do the same thing because we put them in harm's way for culture, music, entertainment. We place, them, we place our children in the hands of people who do not love Jesus way too often way too often. I am pro-education. I have nothing against public education. I need to make that very, very plain. We homeschooled our kids for most of their time. We put them in public, but most of their time because I traveled. I was everywhere. And so I needed, I, I wanted to be with them. So my wife and I would travel and we homeschooled our kids. As soon as we told anybody we homeschooled, they go, oh, how are they going to get socialized? And my response was always, Why do you think it's other people's job to socialize my children? By the way, I would go further and say, what other time in their life are they going to be in a room most of the day with people exactly their own age doing the same thing? I'm not sure that's socialization. But again, very pro-public school. They were in public school as well and public schools did a good job. My point is, as soon as we say anything, people say, they need to be out in the world more. Hmm. Really? I think they turned out pretty good. Both my kids love Jesus more than I do, and they have fantastic little babies that are going to even love more than they do. It's amazing uh, what God can do. Here's the point I'm trying to get to. If all you are is a taxi service, giving your kid to the world, to the world, to the world, to the world, don't be surprised when they don't worship what you do. When they listen to music, which is frankly appalling, not because of style. I'm not talking rap or country or rock. I'm <laughs> well, the Stories I could tell. Um, I'm talking about songs glorifying harming women, glorifying harming police, glorifying being evil. And um, you think there's no consequence for this? Let's be very careful. We don't pass our children to the fire by making sure that they keep up with culture. I can, it was 20 years ago, just 20 years ago, one of the biggest pieces of advice we gave people is do not let a kid have a television in their room. If you don't know why, go to killology.com. You're gonna wonder why. I'll, I'll get there. Killology.com is the website of retired Lieutenant Colonel Stephen Grossman, who studied for the Army why people weren't killing efficiently. If you do a bullet per wound thing, you get to Vietnam, it's off the charts. Why aren't they? And he studied why people won't kill and therefore how to reverse that and and help them kill. And you might be going, oh, no, read it. It's actually very fascinating stuff. He has a couple books too. Um, One of the things that he brought up was cultures turn more violent shortly after TVs get there. And so one of the things we said was, don't let them have a TV in their room, have TV monitored. And then we said, don't let them have a computer in their room, and now it's ubiquitous. And they'll even have it ring where you can't hear it. Have you heard a mosquito? It's a ring that goes at that frequency of a mosquito. And if you're over 21, 22, your ears can't hear it. So we go on Facebook, and as soon as we do, they flee. (laughs) They go to Instagram. Then they go. We get on that. They go to Snapchat. Again, evil is going to pursue your kid. Let's be really careful. In my family, we had rules. Everybody's password is known. Everybody, anybody can hand anybody their phone at any time. We still Cami and I still do that. Our computers all have a a password, which we all know. It's zero zero. Not kidding. Um, the The point is. I should not be allowed to have a space she cannot see. She should not be allowed to have a communication that would embarrass her if I found it. We have to be open. And so when we have computers, the rule was always the screen faces the room. So we had rules. But man, it's hard now, isn't it? Because when does this thing face the room? Be aware... Demons haven't gone under. I've been asked this before so many times. They'll say, you know, I, I, go, to a, I go to overseas and they're always talking demons that come here and why, why aren't demons seen here like they are there? And I said, because they don't have to be. They got you. Money and sex, money and sex, power and sex, money and sex. Look what people say to each other in politics for power. It's abhorrent. Everybody, anybody else? Go? Here's the thing. I was about to say, anybody else glad, uh, hoping for Tuesday to be over soon? The problem is it will just start the next one. We've quit having periods of time. You might want to do the British system. The British doesn't have, they don't have a set. Now, there's a maximum, you know, four years, six years, different things. But anytime time they can call an election, and once you do, it has to be held within 60 days. Oh, that's much nicer. Might want to look into that. Plus, my system only had one queen. You've had 12 presidents. How's that working? We um, we ask the world to raise our children, and then we recoil in horror when it gets wrong. We abort over a million babies a year to the God of comfort and convenience, and we dangle pentagrams and dark things around the edges of our life because they look pretty. We even look at people who are grossly immoral, who spend their lives pretending to be other people by reading words written by yet another person and directed by yet another one, and we call them stars, and we listen to them about who to vote for and what to eat, and I'm going, what? They're pretend people. They're not stars. Hosea 8, 7, I gotta quit. They sow the wind and reap the whirlwind. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. Brother Albert, we missed you this time. But next week, we're going to keep on going. And thank you for praying with people. That's what Fourth Avenue is. Love and prayer. God bless. Go away.